guys, welcome back to Whatever the Weather. You know, Katie was actually in Las Vegas last week, so we have a very special guest. Hello. Justin Horn, and this is going to be a quick little podcast here, but we really just want to talk about the thing that everybody across the nation was talking about just a couple of days ago, the high risk for catastrophic, devastating tornadoes across the panhandle in Oklahoma. Yeah, it was uh, quite the media sensation. It definitely was. I mean, everywhere you looked, World News Tonight was the top story. It's like people, millions of people bracing for devastating tornadoes. And the question remains, okay, first of all, what's a high risk Mm -hmm. from the Storm Prediction Center? Was it all hype? And did the forecast verify, or was it a bust? All good questions. All good questions. So let's get into it. The first one, what is a high risk? Uh, Well, the Storm Prediction Center, we're going to get into this in another episode, the Storm Prediction Center in and of itself. But there are five categories for the possibility for severe weather, right, Justin? Mm -hmm. There's a marginal risk, which is a one on a scale of one to five. A slight is a two. An enhanced is a three. A moderate is a four. And then the mother of all things of hive is a high risk. Which we rarely get. We did see that on the map. We do rarely get it. I believe it was about first one issued in two years. Uh, And it also happened to coincide with uh, the six-year anniversary of the second uh, Moore tornado. So everybody was kind of on edge, right? And a high risk just essentially means that, hey, there's a good chance for tornadoes within 25 miles of your location, severe weather Mm -hmm. within 25 uh, miles of your location. And that can be high winds, hail, or uh, uh, tornado yeah, in and of us- itself. Usually when they put out this high risk, they also uh, put the stipulation that there could be some long track tornadoes. There could be some, they use the word violent tornadoes, and I know it sort of jumps off the page to some people. It's, that's a scary word. Um, but they think the tornadoes will be not just your run-of-the-mill tornadoes. These are going to be some significant ones. Yeah, EF2 or greater even as a possibility. Right. And the biggest risk yesterday, uh, sorry, Monday, was the uh, for tornadoes. That mm-hmm. was the biggest risk. In fact, inside of that high risk from areas in the panhandle of Texas toward southwest and central Oklahoma, there was a 45% chance within 25 miles of any location that you would see a tornado. Wow. And you think about that, and that's a significant chance. It's huge. Yeah, uh, I mean, sometimes if you're standing on the top of Hemisphere Tower, you can see 25 miles out in front of you. Sure. So that's like being at the top of Hemisphere Tower in San Antonio, and during the day, you have a 45% chance of seeing a tornado, which is significant. Yeah, speaking of Katie being in Vegas, those are some high odds. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) they are. Uh, And so uh, that was about, a million five hundred thousand people were within that area of a risk for yeah. a tornado, a significant tornado. So again, very interesting. Did it verify, Justin? That's the big question. And I think most meteorologists would well, verification is you know, not everybody agrees on it, but I'd say that Probably not. I'd say most meteorologists say this probably didn't verify. Is that a bad thing? Not necessarily because people were warned and there were tornadoes and we would rather be safe than sorry. Yeah, in fact, there were 26 reports of tornadoes from uh, parts of western Texas all the way up through Oklahoma into areas in Kansas and in Arkansas uh, and uh, Missouri. So uh, again, 
there were tornadoes. Mm -hmm. It was a day where you needed to be weather aware. But just to compare this, I think that we could have done with, you know, a moderate risk for severe weather possibly on this day. Although all of the ingredients for severe weather were there. That's what I was about to say. And what, what the Storm Prediction, saw, Storm Prediction Center saw was all the ingredients coming together. You had everything almost matching up perfectly. You had a warm front, you had a dry line, uh, you had heat and humidity to the max. We felt yeah. it here even. And so what they saw probably warranted a high risk. But here's the interesting thing about weather is that it doesn't always play out the way we think it will. And that's where science comes into this. And we're using mathematical equations to try to model mother nature. And sometimes she doesn't play with the rules. She doesn't play along. I mean, exactly. the warm front may have been a little bit off. The shear may have been a little bit actually greater than what they thought. And it's sort of or perhaps through threw things off a little bit. Yeah, and wind shear is an important topic that you bring up. We've talked about it before on this podcast, but wind shear is basically a difference in the vertical direction or vertical strength of the winds. And when you have too much shear, that ends up being a bad thing. It's mm -hmm. like cutting off the top of the storms, and that prevents them from uh, developing into these big, massive tornado producing storm systems. So I totally agree with you, Justin. I think when all is said and done, was the SPC right for issuing a high risk? Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Did it verify? No. Right. That's the thing. And, and you know, we're, they're doing their best to try to protect people. And at the end of the day, you can't fault them for that. No, and there, as far as I know, no significant injuries or fatalities reported from uh, Monday's event. And another thing to mention is in Texas, we actually saw quite a few tornadoes right around the Midland-Odessa area, which was actually more in the enhanced risk or on the edge of perhaps even a slight risk. Right. And they saw more tornadoes than what they did up in the, the high-risk areas. So that it also goes to show you that if you're anywhere within these risks, you, you got to keep an eye to the sky. you got a possibility for that. And then the final question to answer is, did the media overhype it? Mainstream media, big media, like national news. Well, this is an ethical question. It is. And, it's hard uh, to answer. It's hard to say. I, we've watched some of the national broadcasts, and there tends to be a little bit of that, you, you think, with some of the wording they use. But at the same time, if it helps get the warning out there and you're warning people, it may not be a bad thing. I think so, too. And it's just, I think you just got to have an understanding of whether to trust the meteorologist. It, it is in it, it would be a horrible decision for us to blatantly lie to people. Sure. And just for ratings. That's not what we're here for as meteorologists. We're here to keep people safe. So was there some hype? Yeah. But there's going to be some hype when you have a, a risk that is as high as the Storm Prediction Center put, a, put parts of the nation in. Sure. Cool. Okay. And then you found an interesting article, didn't you? Yeah. I, it, this sort of goes with everything. And there were a lot of reports of storm chasers yesterday just in mobs around these storms. And when you get a high risk, storm chasers tend to get a little excited. And there are a lot more storm chasers these days <laughs> than there used to be. Everyone wants to go out and see this. And it, coming from someone who likes to chase storms, I get it. Yeah. Uh, if you're very smart about it and you know what you're doing. But the reports yesterday were that some people were not being safe about it. There were hundreds of chasers on one storm, and that can cause problems when they're blocking roadways or, uh, you know, causing, I don't know if they cause any car accidents or anything like that, but that's always a possibility. 
And this seems to be the trend these days. It definitely does. Uh, amateur storm chasers and legitimate storm chasers alike were probably frustrated by that event yesterday and just how at the standstill traffic. We'll put pictures of all this stuff on our Instagram page, uh, whatever the weather pod. Katie's going to be back next week, and we are going to talk about hurricanes. Ooh, it's that it, time of year. Atlantic hurricane season right around the corner. So thanks again. Thank you so much, Justin, Absolutely. for joining us today. And please remember to review, rate, and subscribe. That's how we know you guys are listening. As for everything else, remember to weather the weather, whatever the weather. Mm -hmm.